black helicopter crowd notion. The tyranny is always working just around the corner. It's never seen They've been crazy, but now they're right. Black helicopter crowd really is upset. The people are stupid and they're drunk. There'll be a revolution and they're going to lose. There are too many guns and too many people ready to fight them. I am a man of peace, but we have gangsters running this country. Criminals, gangsters. We're normal. We see total criminal takeover, the death of freedom. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm trying to awaken people, but look at the morons around you. They're zombies. Welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Black Helicopter News. I'm your host, President Zen One. Today, my guest, Jay Hernandez, host of Minds Podcast. And we were going to be talking about a mysterious substance known as black goo. And this is a mysterious substance. This is amazing news that we're going to be talking about today. It's some freaky stuff. Yeah. So you you want to just jump into it now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so black goo, it originates, there's a massive vein of it. There's a massive stockpile of it. That's It's like oil. It's like an oil. Right, like a reserve or, a, yeah, like a natural resource. It's in Paraguay. There's a massive deposit of black goo. And um, so I'll tell you that there's this physicist. Uh-huh. This guy is really smart. He's got over five hours of lectures on black goo. I saw a lot of them. He worked with this and he had videos. This is a sentient. This is, all right. So I don't even know where to begin. If you have two samples of black goo, one in another box and one in another in the same room. And if they are close enough, they start to become aware of each other and they start to, um, attract each other and if something's holding them or the box will shake and it'll just right and it's like violently starts to get to it if you look at this if you look at a specimen of black goo in um, a beaker or an Erlenmeyer flask it's it looks as if it's breathing it it's not as viscous as a oil because it clump it's almost like a clump it's it's like a lump of clay or something okay right it's very interested at times and seems happy when when it sees somebody and when it's angry it'll jump out at your face black goo this man who studied it said that when you work close with it it corrupts the heart mm. he was a being of light and love basically he was like a really positive guy trying to help humanity and study this mysterious substance when the people gathered around this deposit in uruguay they started getting more angry with each other and fighting and um this guy was staying at a hotel there and there was no rooms so he had to sleep in his car and his friend had a room the next morning he goes in to take a shower in his friend's room and the lady at the hotel she she she, she told him like she commented she was talking shit about that right and he said he was about to kill her he was literally very close to killing someone, and he never felt this way before. The, the actual scientist? Yes. Okay, he's so a, he's like... He's an ex-physicist. A positive, like, he's trying to enlighten the world. Yeah, he, he's got a lot of lectures on this. Educated himself for the sake of humanity and taking uh, the next leap forward, essentially. I guess made some discoveries on the black goo, figured that this could be a way to turn the wheels of positivity, let's just say. Starts doing his research, starts, uh, ha like, um prolonging you know having prolonged uh, time spent around the stuff this situation happens and he essentially felt what it's like to be homicidal yeah exactly so, so what you're saying is that this stuff essentially i believe i mean you just said it before it corrupts you even just sharing space with it essentially even though it can seem you know like as you said happy um excited uh, and also angry and, uh, you know, violent, I guess, towards you and aggressive. So that's pretty astounding because, I mean, through the depictions that I saw, you know, in movies and stuff, of course, but, I mean, you know, we all know that within movies there's always, you know, codes. Yes. Symbology having to do with, you know, things that are 
you know, of, um, of uh, an alien nature or conspiratorial or whatever it is. So, so that's kind of, that's pretty cool because that's kind of, um, I guess, contrary to, the, to what you're led to believe where it's like if you're infected by it or if it soaks into you or it gets into your, you know, you ingest it in somehow in some manner that that will be essentially where, where it takes over. Yeah, and this has been found in the rain in Germany. This has been found in the rain recently somewhere around here, also one of the United States. Right. And who knows? <clears throat> and this this could have a negative effect on humanity if this stuff is raining down on us. This is definitely something that I agree with the depictions of Hollywood, even comic books. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man had the alien symbiote suit. It turned it black. His costume became all black. Are you right. familiar with that? Yeah. And v- uh, Venom, essentially. Yeah. Right. And, and he, <clears throat> Peter Parker, rejected it because it, it was draining his life force and it was making him more aggressive mm-hmm. and angry and evil. It's funny because you could see that, like, you know, he's got, like, the, you know, Hollywood-wise, he's got, like, the bags under his eyes. He's mm-hmm. snapping at his, his, his grandmother or whatever it is, um, you know, hurting criminals where he essentially would either leave them all wrapped up for the cops to get, but he's like, you know, starts to hurt them. And, and I think he almost kills one, right? Correct. Before he kind of comes to his senses, you know, and, and now that you're saying that, cause I didn't, I didn't get to that part in my research, but um, I guess that where it, that's where it could essentially kind of take over on a mental, at a mental level and maybe allow you to ingest it or cause your own havoc. Cause essentially what I gathered from, from, you know, the things that I watched is that it's, it's basically, uh it's gonna it wants to take over it wants to gather as much information and energy from people and uh you know essentially looks for people of power or intelligent life and it takes over correct and that brings me to a point i wanted to mention there has been a lot of property and water rights being bought up in that area uh-huh. where the deposit of black goo is you're talking about uruguay or paraguay wherever yeah. it was yeah guess what major family uh, let me take a wild guess. The Bushes? Absolutely. And also the German Chancellor. So it's really interesting why they would be so interested in a random thing like that. Right. And, and uh, well, it goes to show you that this is nothing you'll see in the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. And this is a real thing. I mean, I think it's worthy of forming hypothesis about because the Bushes are going there, buying up land rights and trying to get as much as that as possible. And and even Germany. Mm-hmm. What a coincidence. It's raining down in there on their land. And they're, they acknowledge this. They've been doing it. It's, it's raining down on us. It's alive. It, it's I, I've seen this. This is something like pod people. Mm-hmm. Because if they can get inside of you and grow, the human body will be nothing more than a, like a shell to them. They will just, it's insane. Yeah, it could use uh, the thoughts and essentially um, the feelings of, uh, you know, megalomania and like power, wanting power and understanding how to gain it through stepping on other people, killing other pe- people that are in your way, uh, understanding the political system, because just as many things have been depicted to take over, you know, as soon as it gets intelligent enough to understand the world around it, it, it picks up on hysteria and things of that manner, and it begins a secretive sort of pursuit of power. You know, like Manchurian Candidate, for instance, things yeah. like that. In the movie Phantoms, it takes over the one body, the astronaut suit through the feet and soaks, you know, into the whole guy. He spits out a glob of it. It turns into like a salamander type creature. And that was kind of his its display of like, these are my powers, like witness, witness the majesty of, you know, the black goo. And then it tells the other astronauts to write the gospel on its existence, but to not leave any witnesses. 
So it's essentially saying, talk about me, and then I'm going to kill all of you, but it needs to be documented. Oh, wow. Yeah, that blew my mind. That Yeah, <laughs> yeah that just blew my mind. I'm watching these videos, and it's just like, you know, uh, this is this is takeover. The Bible even mentioned this. It talked about, like, black stones and mm -hmm. stuff like that, having, like, evil powers or something. I don't know. It was somewhere. But this is also the basis you see in necromancy. Black stones, black gems, um, black robes, mm -hmm. cult. All right, now, without getting, like, you know, without trying to be crass about it, necromancy, uh, that brings to mind, um, like, necrophilia, like, you know, sleeping with, like, dead bodies or whatever. Now, is that, like, more of an occult-type thing? You know, I understand the, the, the comedy aspect of it and, like, oh, you're fucking a dead body and, like, you know, the taboo nature of it. But does that come from uh, an occultish, um, I guess, belief or maybe that's, like, a sort of sacrifice or, or a ritual that uh, – that, do you know anything about that? or is, is No, it... I don't, but I, I don't think it – I mean, i just take a stab at it. <laughs> I, I don't think – I think that sleeping with a dead body is, is any relief system, but um, that'd be interesting to look into. Yeah, I think I, I think you should because uh, you know they, they're like there's a movie called Necro Necromantic or whatever that John D. of course you know showed us <laughs> like ten years ago. But it was essentially this guy that would uh, dig up bodies to sleep with, or this lady she would like she like stuck like a like a like a iron pipe like where the dick should be and like you know wrote it like oh. <laughs> you know that was her thing she liked dead dudes you know but and that's what i mean like i don't mean to get crass on it but i'm just curious and and you should probably check it out too especially if you're you know, if you're um hip to that that knowledge that uh just to see if that's like a sort of ritual where it's uh, a granting of life to something dead to to represent some sort of nether uh power you know that that waits latently to take over whatever sort of you know it could be you trace back to like the black goo type stuff and that's like you know that's the only reason why i brought yeah, it up into that. yeah yeah you should um, so what did you, you know, what did you essentially take from your, your, your black goo rabbit hole? Cause I see, you know, like I see it, I, I look at it, researched it for a good half an hour and I'm just like, man, I could spend all day on this. Yeah. And I saw there's so many videos, like an hour, two hours. And yeah. It's like, it's like, all right, maybe later. <laughs> um, my take on it is that it is most likely an alien substance that was brought here in a meteorite. It is found in meteorites, black goo. So I think that may be what it is. I think that it is alive. It is sentient. It has all knowledge of everything on Earth. It's been here longer probably than humanity and civilization so i think it is bad considering it makes people want to kill other people it makes people angry it's it's a it's a it's a creation it is a substance everything in the world that is material has a frequency so this substance of black goo has such a frequency that it is 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 truly evil and that's just my opinion my hypothesis but i think that it is alive it is alien nature and it would obviously want to take control of everything on the earth. So where would you think that it that it came from? Because I don't really, I don't necessarily think that I. I think it either came from a meteor, or maybe it was some sort of projectile or missile that was intentionally aimed by from an alien. It, it may, yeah, maybe the the aliens that we see on the moon that have bases there, maybe they have something to do with this. I, maybe it has to do with the Anunnaki. And you know what? It might have to do with the Anunnaki and Planet X or Nibiru, the, the race of giants from that planet that came down to Earth. They were the men of renown in the ancient past, the giants like Goliath and all of them. And the 
That planet is surrounded by a ring of debris. That's why they call it like the Star of Death. So when it comes into the orbit, it's this huge planet of giants. And it's surrounded by crushed debris of planets and rocks and asteroids and everything. Just And through years and years, it's a, just a major destructive force in the galaxy. <coughs> Maybe this substance could have been something that was like a hybrid creation from like bacteria and amoebas and stuff. From, and heat and friction. Yeah, and from all and those planets and... combining. So you've got all of this like DNA uh... and molecularness all like combining over like years of just rotating. So maybe like this is some byproduct of the ring of crushed planets that surrounds planet X. Yeah. When it came by planet Earth, it unleashed possibly destruction of the dinosaurs. Right, right, right. Well, because like, when, see, when I when I start to think about like that big things, that big in nature, which I like that hypothesis a lot, I start to like things like Nibiru and, and even Earth and like stuff like that start to lose their value. And I start to like think about things in a bigger manner where it's like rather like let's forget Nibiru and all that. Let's keep that planet in the diagram, but let's just call it planet two and we're planet one. And the debris that's gathered around that planet is from things that well may essentially cause a ring around our planet it's just our own garbage it's space junk it's stuff that's coming out of everywhere and you also have nibiru that's got the ring that moves you know unlike saturn which is kind of caught in a, in, a, in, a, in its own solar system or whatever and it's just coming around like this big freaking chainsaw you know this this, yeah. this circular saw just cutting through everything ripping through everything you know we've got you know uh what do you call them space stations and stuff getting pelted with debris like imagine if that was like a whole solid ring of debris you know and and then i like your i like your theory on that because essentially you've got the you've got every force you know sheer torsion um you know heat uh just everything going on and and with the impact of all of this stuff gathering stuff from everywhere on the planet so you know <clears throat> so what i'm saying is essentially planet one planet two now look at you know planet three through however many you can imagine they're all essentially moving all of them you know sort of come into impact with uh with other solar systems and and things like that so like it can be like you said gathered from the the furthest recesses of the galaxy i don't yeah. know what we call it, the universe and all being combined so it's almost like the opposite the counter effect of life because i don't believe we're the only ones i don't believe nibiru is the only other planet with life on it this other planet we see the blue planet or whatever like yeah i'm sure there's life on it i'm i, I would actually put money on it you know i'd put maybe like five thousand dollars i could probably you know, for the for the the sake of the planetary, you know, our lives and existence, I'd put five grand on it to say that there's life on that planet, something. And nice. it's just the byproduct, you know, this black goo is either the byproduct or we're the byproduct of like just all of this, these cycles continuing and collecting and, you know, essentially because of the infinite, um, uh, the maybe infinite nature of our, our universe that it could have happened over and over and over where, you know, because the black goo takes over, whatever happens from that, we, you know, essentially any planet 
with the life building properties can you know creates life and then life comes out of it and then it, everything starts you know taking from the, the their planets their resources and everything and you know there's aliens and like yeah you know, maybe even aliens are communicating because because of the black and they're just like oh man we need to spread this message but every time i go to that planet we send people there they get blown up so it's right. like you know you got aliens getting blown up you got aliens hiding in you know things like middle earth and caverns and yeah you know what i mean you got sasquatch that we can't even find you know what I mean? Like, who knows what that is? You know, like... But we'd attack them on site, so they exactly. know they can't even start a conversation with Exactly. Us. So as silly as you'd want to say that I sound, like, at the same time, you can't, like... I mean, we can't even deal with different color people of human nature. That's a great point, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, maybe they're, we're all just trying to communicate and, like, you know, and just say, like, yeah, what's up? Like, you know, and, like, meanwhile, majority of people wouldn't believe this, you know, on Earth. So we're not of an enlightened nature. So we're just going to visit other planets and be like, hey, look, look what we can do. We got iPods. And they're just like, yo, black goo. And we just kill them on sight because they're saying something in a language we don't understand. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Could, you know, Nibiru could just be like, all right, they're like, however many thousands of years does it take for it? to come back around i i don't know 10,000 25,000 i'm not sure but maybe they're just on there like like hopefully they'll listen to us this time well (laughs) get here and there's just interplanetary war well remember they're giants so right right scary we're gonna shoot the shit out of them (laughs) if we see them (laughs) people should not be afraid of their governments government should be afraid of their scheduled program to bring you this terrifying report. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancaked. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapse? New York very much a city still in chaos. The phones are not working properly. The subway lines are not working properly. The sky now blank with smoke in front of us, just across the Tigris River here. This is shock and awe, Tom, for the population of Baghdad. The people you liberate will witness the honorable and decent spirit of the American military. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. Come on. It is a big idea, a new world order. I love my dad. I'd kill for him. I'd go to prison for him because I love him so much. I love Bill Clinton. What does that make Hillary Clinton to the Bush family? <laughs> My sister-in-law. When you are subverting the power of government, that, that's a fundamentally dangerous thing to democracy. What do you think of Edward Snowden? I think he's a traitor. Obama is the one that kills the U.S. troops if the Russians bomb any of them. Obama is the one that put them in harm's way. Obama is the one using them as human shields. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. America, ISIS, this is what we do. Woo! We got 
people that have taken your asses out in this building right now. We're armed to the teeth, and we're not scared. You got that, you sons of bitches? In 2012, your agency was saying, quote, the Salafists, the Muslim Brotherhood, and Al-Qaeda in Iraq are the major forces driving the insurgents in Syria. Mm -hmm. In 2012, the U.S. was helping coordinate arms transfers to those same groups. Why did you not stop that? Why didn't you come forward before? What were you waiting for? Well, for you, Inspector, I needed you. I suddenly had this feeling that everything was connected. We're all part of it. Are we ready for it? Well, that, you know, like stuff like that brings me around to uh, I, I looked at a little excerpt of uh, John Dies at the end. You know that movie? I remember no. from watching the excerpt, I remember starting to watch it and essentially... It started with this guy. He's like an addict or whatever or something. I, I might be completely off, but he ends up with these pills. His friend died or something. He takes these black pills. Like he gets freaked out because he's looking at them, but you, you don't know if he's high or not or whatever. And the one starts moving like little active, these little black pills. And he, so he throws them on the ground. One of them shoots up right into his mouth. He sees the other one come and closes his mouth. It turns into a fly, like a you know little fly lands on his face and he's like freaking he's like oh you're not gonna get into my mouth you know and the thing soaks into his skin and then the, the plot sort of thickens with his this father figure that's like you know you tell towards the end that it's like an ominous thing and his dad's like in on the whole thing and then it leads him to uh to watch tv and he sees this guy marconi who's kind of like a uh motivational speaker and he's got this whole religion thing or whatever it is and you know and he's just talking about uh marconi which led to in the same video i was watching an excerpt where he's talking about how uh he showed something called the marconi scientists oh no no, no. marconi deaths conspiracy theory which states that between 1982 and 1990 25 british-based GEC Marconi scientists and engineers who worked on the Stingray project and other United States defense initiatives related projects, better known as Star Wars, died under mysterious circumstances. Whoa. And another uh, excerpt from that, that's the sort of same theory, was talking about how uh, a guy with the similar name from that movie uh, in real life was part of this whole project or whatever and uh, how. A, a whole island off the Falklands where they did this sort of research had to be wiped out and taken out by uh, by mercenaries and commandos that were hired by who knows um, to wipe out this entire island and everything and everything on it because of some mysterious black uh, intelligent life goo it was essentially the mission so that's you know that kind of feeds into the whole thing of like somebody knows about it somebody's doing research about it it's being used to develop you know weapons and stuff like that wow and which ties into your whole thing with with the families you know trying to move in and and buy the land where essentially i guess they'll they'll find it or they know it's there in abundance and uh, yeah that's a, very true and this reminds me of just the evil nature that's corruptive of this substance people might be able to write that off and be like you know it's not nothing nothing can do that well just look at money mm -hmm. Money is very corruptive. There was an experiment where they gave these apes money. Well, not real money, but a form of money. Right. And before this, they were living in harmony and peace. And these apes were beings of light and love. They were just living beautifully. 
and they had the experiment done to them without their permission to introduce currency to their little pack or family, whatever, their little gang, these gang of apes. They started to use it. They started to obsess over it, okay? Then the, the children were stealing from the parents the money. The children, the, the other apes are just stealing from other apes. The female apes started to prostitute themselves. So this is an amazing study and it's real. And when the scientists tried to take the money away, they beat the shit out of them. Oh man. And they continued just to beat up any scientists that tried to take their money. <laughs> and like, this is so sim, like, so money can corrupt. Fake money can corrupt. Yeah. This black goo can corrupt. It's like things in this world are, can be evil. But yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. people are like, oh, evil doesn't <clears throat> exist. We're in a modern world. It's just all whatever. And it's like, you know what? There is evil. This black goo proves it. Money proves it. Greed well, proves it. I, I like the, the, the whole turnaround point on that, too, because where we were talking how I thought black goo needed to infiltrate you in order to affect you, but just being around it could have a negative, you know, negative uh, effect on your just well-being and, and, and how you look and positivity and money in the same sense. You can't eat money, but being around it was making those apes lose their shit. But at the same time... You can eat your money if you buy food with it. And if you're buying but more I food always, than someone else, then you have more food and you're happier because you can stuff your face. You know, that's at the point where you're ingesting it. And just like the people in the characters in the movies, they ingest it or it infiltrates them. And then they essentially, quote unquote, shit it out somewhere through their feet or through their eyes or they vomit it in, in a lot of the depictions. That's like, you know, overeating or like even just eating. You have to poop it out or whatever at some point. So it's just the whole cycle is very and mind blowing. If, and if it's coming down in our rainwater it's coming down into our agriculture mm -hmm. and then that means that's getting into cows our chickens our pigs mm -hmm. and that leads us to uh, actual tangible evidence of things because from what i gathered my wife's taking um like agriculture classes and horticulture and stuff and plant-based sciences and uh what i did not realize what and what most of us probably don't realize is that um they're trying to find uh answers to obesity by studying obesity in plants because what we don't understand is that to feed our constant need and never insatiable uh, appetite we've actually made plants obese and fat and overproduce and unhealthy and genetically modified them wow that's crazy dude that's crazy we've actually our society has become so decadent and obese and gluttonous that we've actually corrupted the most pure thing on earth the plants growing out of the ground we've corrected them to be lazy and <laughs> obese that's sad it's sad you know so imagine we've got you know let's just let's just tie it all in you got this black goo corrupting us making us not feel good about each other we also have material-based lives where we buy things to feel better, even though that never works. Just as long as we have more than that guy, then we feel a little bit better. But it just continues the process of consuming and, uh, you know, uh, seeking out money and wealth and power to the point of where we turn it onto our food system because we're so everybody, everybody needs everything. So now we have to feed everyone everything. So now we have to make the food supply fat and obese. I mean, we've, we already make our pigs our chickens our cows obese you know we've uh frog raw is overfed ducks who are force fed for their oversized uh livers or whatever it is um you know to the point of where we have to make our food fat 
also so that we can eat you know it's just so incestuous because it's just like you know fairy tales of the the witch fattening up hansel and gretel so she can cook them and eat them and feed herself and it makes you not want to eat meat anymore yeah that too especially because although they they make corn and whatever you know they're like oh it's to feed you know masses amounts to feed the masses when over i think it's almost 50 percent of corn uh goes into um oh, well first off it goes into feeding overfeeding the animals it also goes into uh the fuel that is used to transport all of the food because we 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 need so much of it so it's just it's so incestuous that it's just not even productive anymore there's no you know, you, you can't claim that the bastardization of these systems is for the betterment of society. The bastardization has become the answer to the bastardization of the system. So it's like, you know, it's just feeding the bullshit system now. So it's not really actually doing any good because the system, if it's corrupt and then you further corrupt it to continue the corruption, that's not an answer. I couldn't agree more. And I don't know about you folks, but I truly believe what this man is saying. These are the things we're dealing with, man. This is, you know, this is the struggle. And, and to the point of where I understand when some people just want to throw their arms up, you know, claiming that progression will solve it all. And let me just live my life and let me do my thing and get money and fucking let me take a selfie. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. It's not the answer and it's not even going to help. It, it, and to further prove the point it's been proven that it just it doesn't make you feel better it gives you a shot of dopamine uh you know that that satisfies the addictive part of your brain and then you go on you go on living just basically dragging yourself through existence trying to uh, post as many pictures of you with a smile yeah we have to heal ourselves as a, as a culture as humanity it has to be reinforced and ingrained into our culture because right now this is not how and it's not just, and I'm not saying I'm perfect or a goody two-shoes, and I'm not saying you are, but we need everyone to raise their vibration, you know? They need the incestuous relationship with the meat and the food and the, and the fuel. Then we got to get away from that immediately, okay? We got to get away from that lifestyle. Now, I'd say become a vegetarian, but now we have to worry about the black goo getting into our agriculture. So now we have to fix that. We have to have maybe hydroponic food indoors or something with purified water but we that's we just have to find that's why people don't talk about this mainstream that's why they don't want to talk about this in their spare time or because it's it's a lot of problems that have to be diagnosed and they have to be treated and it may take hundreds of years but we're here at least trying to spark some minds spark some of this energy positive consciousness into this world and this could be a good jumping point for people listening to this episode to look into dozens of other topics that we mentioned. So it's it's a it's a mass enlightening we need. Okay, like you, you pointed out so perfectly, I would never expected that the incestuous relationship with with the food, with the fuel, and now that the black goo has is being bought up by the bushes, I would not be surprised if they're going to somehow market that to poison the world. Yeah, so um, I guess that wrap, wraps up this week's edition of the podcast. I want to thank again my friend Jay Hernandez from Minds Podcast. Glad to be here. Check his podcast out, and I believe he's got some new music coming out. We're ready out. Uh, it's getting there. Okay, so just check out this guy. Follow him on Podbean, 
com minds i believe that's it yeah you can check them out on instagram and twitter it's uh minds podcast or yep. it's minds underscore, underscore podcast. podcast on the social media yeah so check them out on instagram twitter follow me on both i'm president zen one on both so that being said i'll see you on the other side signing off <laughs>